0: Daily, daily, daily info. Daily,
1: daily, daily info. Daily, daily,
0: daily info. Daily, daily, daily
1: Daily, info. Hello
2: and welcome to this week's Daily Info Oxcast, your weekly roundup of all the best events happening in and around Oxford. Today it's the 5th of August 2015 and I'm
1: here with Ola and Mike. This week I'm going to be talking about puppets, parties and Thomas the Tank Engine.
3: I'll be talking about the French Riviera, Austrian acapella and a baseball cap made out of beer cans.
1: And
2: I've got Art, Astonbury and Aztecs. And I'll start with Aztecs, it's our Oxford fact for this week. And the fact is that Oxford University is actually older than the Aztec civilization. So teaching started in Oxford in around 1096 and the Aztec civilization originated in 1325. So actually quite... A lot older mm. than the essence.
1: Yeah. And that isn't Oxford older than many countries as well, though?
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty old. I've actually got some things that are older than you would expect. Okay. Yeah, Not necessarily yeah. about yeah. Oxford. But um, I've got two things. Do you want to know? Do yeah. Know mm, yeah. Okay. So, Betty White is older than sliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> and, and better. She was in our quiz, I she, she was. Yeah. She was in the Bookbinders quiz. I mean, she wasn't at it, she was (laughs) an answer. And um, the other one is that the at symbol on a computer actually dates back at least 500 years with the most accepted theory of what it was used for was that merchants used to use it as shorthand for meaning at the rate of. Mm. So if they were ever jotting anything down. Yeah, most people think it's just been around since the invention of the internet and things. Mm. But yeah. Interesting. Anyway, thanks to Standing Stone Bank on Twitter for our Oxford Fact about Aztecs this week. And if you know something a little bit strange or unusual about Oxford, then you can send it in, you can email it to us, or tweet it to us, or send it in on
1: Facebook. Use a hashtag Oxford Fact on Twitter as well, and then we can find it. Uh, we're actually running a competition at the moment as well. This is on Instagram. Uh, Daily Info is kind of new to Instagram, and you should all go and follow us if you um, are... That way inclined. Our competition is to win some tickets to see Dear White People at the UPP, which is a film that's on uh, in a couple of weeks' time. It's a film about four black students at an Ivy League college, and they're kind of set up as particular stereotypes, and then they sort of play against those stereotypes, and it's in a very... White dominated environment, and the lead is um, this independent black woman who uh, has a radio show called Dear White People, and that's how she opens each one. But it looks really interesting, it looks really fun and funny as well. It's been um, a bit of an indie hit this year. Uh, But to win some tickets, all you have to do is go to our Instagram and like the photo, and you can be in with a chance of winning some tickets. Well, let's start the events now. And there is a play at the
2: new theatre that's been running since yesterday.
3: Yeah, so this is Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, the musical, and it's based on the, the very famous 1988 film with uh, Steve Martin and Michael Caine, which, um, if you don't know it, it's two swindlers on the French Riviera go around to rich women, seduce them, steal their money, and then run off. And Michael Caine is this uh, British con man, Lawrence Jameson, who's very straight-laced um, with loads of class. And then Steve Martin comes in, and he's from America and very brash, and uh, Michael Caine doesn't want him on his turf and they compete over this um, one woman um, who's a mark and then I won't ruin the end for you. So this is the musical version where, where Michael Praed is playing the straight-laced British con man with equal amounts of class and vanity while Noel Sullivan is his counterpart playing the American trickster Freddie Benson who's um, full of energy but brash and unrefined. Carly Stenson plays the naive heiress Christina Colgate. Uh, makes a great third member to the team with blundering, wide-eyed innocence. Um, and musicals based on films often have trouble because people expect a direct translation of the film onto the stage, but here I think that the story and the characters aren't so reliant on the, the film medium and they're really enhanced by the music, which has been written by David Yazbek. Um, so it's a very fun funny musical and very well-performed, receiving great reviews. Um, so you should catch it before it goes. And it's running until Saturday with matinees and evening performances every day.
1: We also have a review of this. We sent along our reviewer last night to the opening night so you can read that on daily info and then decide whether you want to go along. Um, But My next event now is all about trains and this is um, if you want to get out of the city a little bit. um, Down in Didcot at the Didcot Railway Centre they have steam days every Wednesday, Saturday and Sunday up until the 22nd of August um, from now on. It looks really exciting, actually. <laughs> there's so much to do. The normal museum is going to be open, so you get to go see the engine store um, and all the different engines they have there. The coal store. There's like a little bit of a museum bit where it explains the science of steam engines. Then there's a turntable, which is used for turning the whole engines around when they get to the end of the line. Hopefully you see that in action. There's also... Um, A World War II air raid shelter at Dirkot as well, because these would have been targets, um, big uh, military targets during the wars, and so they had to make sure that those provisions um, were there. And also an ash shed, um, which was used for putting all the hot ash that had just come out of the engine into this shed so that the light from it wouldn't attract the uh, hostile air crews above. But on the steam days, you also get a chance to ride in the 1930s coaches pulled along by steam engines, or... I think steam engines might not be specific enough for some people. I think that that's too broad a term. <laughs> so what you actually get pulling you along are great western steam locomotives or steam rail a steam rail motor or a diesel rail car. And they'll be pulling along the coaches. Uh, there's a whole locomotive schedule in case there are particular ones that you'd like to have pull you along. And they're, they're on different days. So you could be being pulled along by a 4144, oh, oh. a 3650... Or the steam rail motor number 93. More about the Didcot Railway Centre. Um, <laughs> over the bank holiday weekend, at the end of August, they're going to have a Black Python real ale bar open all weekend. And in October and December, they're going to have Thomas the Tank Engine. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Check out their website. There's so much more about this place at didcotrailwaycentre.org.uk. Uh, it costs £11 and £9 concessions, and you can go all day, 10:30 in the morning to 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And so you do you think it's mainly aimed for kids, or like, are we definitely going? No, we're definitely going. Okay, like cool. next weekend,
3: great. <laughs> Have you been on steam trains before, Roly?
1: I was on one in Cuba, actually. That was cool. It wasn't. It was quite a long ride. Apparently, this one, I think, the stretch of track is quite short, but you're allowed to go on as many rides as you like. Okay. From ten thirty oh. to five. <laughs> Spend all day going. on the train.
3: Yeah, <laughs> great. So, talking about great railway journeys, uh, the Villach A cappella Choir from Villach in southern Austria is stopping off at Merton College Chapel this week. Thursday, in fact. And it's part of the end of their Irish tour, and then just coming to the college as a stop-off, I think. And the choir's 50 years old now, and it developed from the Villach Male Voice Choir, um, and started to incorporate women in the 60s. Um, they do like annual tours, um, loads of recordings, and I think it's it's a different style of singing to what you'd normally expect from British choirs, because it's this... These big Austrian guys, and it's much, much rounder and fuller. So it's um, certainly a thing to go and see if you're interested in different singing styles. As for the um, stuff they're singing, um, they've built it as sacred and secular, uh, but you can expect more Austro-Germanic stuff, I suppose. But they have a great interest in Austrian folk song, too, which might lead to some interesting interludes. Uh, and if you haven't been to Merton Chapel before, it's a great one. Uh, the oldest parts date from the 13th century, and they've got a fantastic choir, actually, but if you're missing them and missing song, then head down on Thursday night uh, at 7.30 to the Merton College Chapel to see the Villa Cappella Choir. Are
1: they going to have some good costumes?
3: Well, their website has them all dressed in ledos, and so we can always hope. <laughs> nice. And it's free, so no excuse not to go.
1: Well, for some
2: slightly different kind of music now for the weekend, Astonbury Festival is running this Friday and Saturday. And you did hear that, right? It's Astonbury, the biggest summer festival, of course. (laughs) This is at Kingston House Park Estate this year. And I spoke to Thad Cooper, who is one of the organisers of the festival.
0: Yeah, eight years and uh, still run entirely by volunteers, it's run by our cricket club actually, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a little fundraiser that's kind of got a bit out of hand in the mm-hmm. last few years, and it started off a couple of people in a field, yeah. raining a lot, and on the back of a, a lorry, and now we've um, expanded to get over 2,000 people last year, Tinchy Strider headlining and Ministry of Sound, so wow. um, yeah, this year's our first year at a new site, so uh yeah, we're really excited about the festival.
2: So you're all Oxfordshire locals then? Organize it?
0: Yep, yep, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, we all live a couple of miles from the club. Some of us have moved away a little bit now, but we all still play our cricket for Aston Run, hence the uh cheesy name of the festival, Astonbury. <laughs>
2: Are the proceeds still going towards the cricket club? Is that still what happens?
0: Yeah, absolutely. All the profit that's generated from the event um, go towards developing the sporting facilities at the, at the cricket club, which are kind of used by, well, they're used by over 300 youngsters on a Tuesday night. This year's is the debut of the full Astonbury Fun Fair. We've got four rides for kids mm-hmm. and two adult-sized rides. So I, in my opinion, you're never too old and never too cool for a fun fair, um, awesome fun. And yeah, so there's that for the kids. I mean, under 12s are free as well. So bear that in mind. Um, we've also got uh, lots of jugglers, um, face paint for the real youngsters. I expect there'll be a few adults chucked in there as well. And yeah, it's just a lovely park set in, you know, the rolling countryside just in the foothills of the Chilterns, so you you couldn't hope for a more idyllic, picturesque sort of setting for a festival, really.
2: The lineup this year? Yeah. Who do you have and who are you particularly looking forward to?
0: Well, this year we've kind of gone for a bit of a split. We've kind of aimed at a lot of different generations and trying to cater for everybody, really. We're keeping the sort of dance music vibe again, so headlining the dance stage is Jaguar Skills this year. And uh, on, that's going to be on the Friday. And then on the Saturday, we've got Castle Club Iron Appa's Steve Richards coming all the way from, from over there to, to do a set. And then on the main stage, the live acts are going to be The Feeling on the Friday. Mm-hmm. Really excited about getting those guys down. They've been playing a couple of festivals in the local area, Pen Fest, um, car CarFest. So so to get them on our bill is just, it's magnificent, really. We're really excited about that. And then, of course, on the Saturday, we've got Wretch32. Yeah, so if people want to still buy tickets... Um, They're still available online at www.astonbury.net. Prices are, well, weekend tickets, adults' prices are £32 for the weekend, and day tickets are £20, and under-12s come in for free. Uh, camping is £6 as well. That's such a bargain. (laughs) It's pretty cheap for what you can get.
2: Okay, great. Well, thanks so much for talking to us today, Thad.
0: No, thank you very much for having me in.
2: If you want to find out more about Astonbury Festival this weekend and about the festival in general, you can listen to the full interview in our Oxcast Extra, where you can hear Thad talking more about the camping, the travel and the local acts that will be there this weekend, as well as what Astonbury might have to do with The Voice and about London bus bars and a food village. So, listen to the Oxcast extra for that.
3: For more festivals, we've just finished our comprehensive guide to Oxfordshire annual festivals and events, and we've found 99. Um, (laughs) So,
1: help us find one more. Yeah, (laughs) it's pretty exhaustive. I'm not sure there are many more to find. Uh, Never know. For more events as well, you can go to dailyinfo.co.uk slash events um, for hundreds and potentially thousands of events that are happening in Oxfordshire over the next few weeks.
2: And don't forget to find us and follow us on social media. We're on Twitter as at Daily Info You can find us on Facebook by searching Daily Info Oxford or on Instagram as Daily Info Oxford, where you can also like our most recent photo for a chance to win tickets to the UPP. Now, this next
1: event, I think Nat, you're going to be a fan of, a big fan of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what is it? Tell me. It's the, so, the Rickety Press, which has been open for five years now, which seems like a long time. I feel mm-hmm. like it was just... Only yesterday they opened. They're going to be closing for 10 10 days for a lick of paint and to change their furniture, but they're having a closing party where they want you to drink them dry of all of their beer. So they're going to have... Me personally? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty sure you can do it. It's going to be Saturday from 5 o'clock. They're going to have half price on draft beer all night. And when they reopen, they're planning on having two reopening parties, I believe. Amazing. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure when the opening parties are, but you can check out on Twitter. And their website, which is going to be relaunched pretty soon as well, they're just um, updating their website too.
2: Just an excuse for a party. But yeah. then on Saturday. <laughs> Three parties. Great. I want to go. If anyone wants to come with me, let I'm me know. I'm away for the weekend, so you need someone to go yeah. with. Exactly. I don't have any friends because all this away. <laughs> so come to the Ricky Press on serious. five on Saturday. <laughs> Something else for the weekend, then. The Summer Oxford Art Fair is back for its fourth year this year. This is at the Fishes on Saturday and Sunday. The Fishes is the gastro pub in North Hinksey. This year it's bigger and better than ever. They've got over 40 exhibitors of painting, photography, sculpture, ceramics, loads more things from local artists, and more. They're also going to have some things for the kids to do so they're going to have some painting classes there's live music from the Oxford Jazz Collective there's some dance, a barbecue, they're going to be serving cocktails so it's a great outdoor all weekend event it's free, but best probably to reserve online, especially if you want food and drinks. Maybe if you want to get a table in the pub, because I imagine it will get very busy. Uh, the next one of these is the Oxford International Art Fair, which is on the 26th to the 28th of February next year at the Town Hall. And um, we've actually got an interview with Joelle Dinage from last year's International Art Fair in our Oxclass Extra, so you can have a listen to that if you want to find out more about that. But in the meantime, get down to the Fishes on Saturday and Sunday, 11 till 5pm, for the Summer Oxford Art Fair. Uh,
3: More free events. There is an exhibition at the Oxfordshire Museum in Woodstock at the moment, called Treasure from Trash. Uh, It's an exhibition of innovative recycling uh, in the creation of beautiful objects, so it's art and useful things. And it's part of a touring exhibition that's going around uh, the country at the moment, by an organisation called No Trash. And they have a collection of over 4,000 objects created by recycling rubbish. Uh, I was having a look at their website earlier and um, they've got loads of stuff from all kinds of materials. Bags made out of glass and and the cap made out of hammered out beer cans from Cuba, that one.
0: I've
1: actually got a bag that's made with the ring pulls from the top of beer cans from Cuba.
3: Very cool, very cool. Uh, and they're also showcasing inventive furniture from the Bicester Green Centre for Skills, Sustainability and Secondhand Stuff. Um, and they're a great centre, they run classes to bring people from all backgrounds together and um, they're showcasing some furniture. I think it's a, it's going to be a great exhibition because as we move towards more ideas of upcycling and vintage stuff and become more interested in reuse and waste, the, this exhibition is a reminder of the extent to, the, to which you can actually go. Take something you've found in your bin and think, oh no, I could make that into a lovely, <laughs> lovely necklace. Uh, and they've also got a whole programme, th- this this exhibition is running for the whole summer and they've got a whole, whole programme of family events to do with making stuff and drawing stuff and it's going to be great. And that is at the Oxfordshire Museum in Woodstock until October.
1: This last event of the week now is in Didcot and sadly is only for children, but you may have uh, some kids that you uh, want to send along. This is Shadow Puppets Under the Sea and it's a workshop on Tuesday from 10.30 in the morning to midday. You get to make your own shadow puppets. Yeah. Of sea creatures and then put really on a performance. Cool. Yeah, I know, it's really cool. I'm quite sad I can't go. Uh, it costs £9, um, I think. Also, yeah, if you have kids, you can send them along. Then when they come home, get them to teach you how to make shadow puppets. Yeah, uh, yeah that's at the Cornerstone in Dicot on Tuesday. Um, I think I would make a squid. I don't know about you.
3: A place, probably. A
1: place. I don't really like sea creatures. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: I don't okay. know. A boat.
2: For more information about any of these events, you can go to our events listings at
1: dailyinfo.co.uk. We also have uh, loads of reviews of the theatre and cinema that's happening in Oxford at the moment um, that you can read online as well.
3: You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and listen all the time.
1: And
2: don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter as at DailyInfoOxford, on Facebook as DailyInfoOxford and on Instagram as DailyInfoOxford. And remember to enter our competition. Daily 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 Info Mm. Daily 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 Info Mm. Daily Daily
1: Daily Info Daily -daily, daily Info Daily 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 Daily
0: Info